What's up, family? Happy Monday to you. It's your man, GB, and this is the Faction Quick Hits. Hope you guys had a great weekend and a great week last week. I have to apologize because I had intended to bring you more quick hits last week, and uh, the schedule just got really crazy. So I hope you guys will indulge and forgive me for that. But listen, we've got a lot of content coming your way this week, and I hope you guys will jump in. If you aren't already connected to what we're doing here at The Faction, lots of ways to do that. Of course, you can always follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. And you can subscribe to our podcast available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is that you get your podcast. So lots of news to jump into. I'm only going to touch on a couple of things because it's quick hits, right? Let's talk a bit about Crown Jewel, the latest pay-per-view from the WWE, which took place this past Thursday on Halloween in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. So really, if we're honest, there are two or maybe three big pieces of news coming out of here. Piece number one is the first ever women's match in Saudi Arabia, as it happened between Lacey Evans and Natalia. Admittedly, I wondered why Lacey Evans got that call. I certainly think Natalia is deserving of it but I will go on and say this it's the best match I've seen from Lacey Evans in her entire career and it was a very special moment as you can imagine women making history in Saudi Arabia a nation that certainly has not historically been kind to women or have given women an opportunity to perform on stages like that so the historic value of it alone was significant congratulations again to Natalia and Lacey Evans. Item number two that was a big ticket item was The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, winning the Universal Championship by defeating Seth Rollins in a Falls Count Anywhere match. So a couple of things I have to mention for one, it does look like this red lighting is going to be a thing for the fiend Bray Wyatt. And I have to say, they've done a great job in terms of managing the details for Bray Wyatt. Uh, I don't find it surprising that he's made such a meteoric rise to the top of uh, the WWE with the Universal Championship. He's clearly the enigma of WWE, the most talked about superstar in WWE, the most unique superstar in WWE. And as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago on the show, if you're going to go to war with AEW or Impact or any of the other organizations out there, you need to put the strap and the rocket ship on the most unique thing that nobody can compare to. And nobody in pro wrestling right now can compare to what the fiend Bray Wyatt has done and is doing so it's going to be very interesting to see uh, what this title reign will look like but I'm excited for Bray Wyatt the brand new universal champion so that's created some interesting things um Item number three, of course, you had Brock Lesnar versus Cain Velasquez in a very fast match. I actually liked the way that match went down, even though I felt like it was hyped so much, um, but it really felt more like an MMA battle than it did a WWE battle just contested in the WWE under WWE rules. So I definitely thought uh, it made sense. I did not expect Cain Velasquez to walk out as the WWE champion. It's his first match in WWE, and he's not uh, a, a storied pro wrestler. So, 
Hopefully for him, this will uh, turn into a solid career as he has signed a multi-year deal with WWE. So I said three items, but there's really four. And the fourth one was this uh, travel issues that face the WWE where they had to be in Buffalo, New York on Friday for SmackDown Live. Now, you got this new contract with SmackDown on Fox. You can't have the bulk of your superstars missing this. Now, this takes me back to a few years ago where they had an overseas trip in Europe and they were trying to get back the next day for Monday Night Raw and they ran into some travel issues. And what happened, of course, they had to figure out a way to make the show work with some unique talent and folks perhaps you haven't seen because the bulk of their folks were over there let me start by saying this it was way too ambitious to be in Saudi Arabia on Thursday and then of all places Buffalo New York on Friday it probably would have been easier to do um, a an airport that handles a lot of these international flights like a New York like an Atlanta like an LA but uh, that wasn't the case Chicago maybe any of those cities but here's the bigger thing you have to always think about travel issues, okay? Anything could have happened. Listen, here in the States, a mechanical issue happens that causes your flight to be late. It was too tight of a, a time crunch. So when I heard that there were mechanical issues and things that were facing uh, those planes, I wasn't surprised. Now, here's a couple of things that may surprise you. For one, um, not everybody who traveled over there traveled on the same flight. Apparently, uh, guys like Brock Lesnar, Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Hart, Vince McMahon, all had separate and private flights out, which is why Brock Lesnar started SmackDown on Friday night. The other thing that happened was, uh, you know, it's been reported that there were mechanical issues that took place. Uh, they were forced to get off the plane, get into a hotel. Um, I understand that the uh, the pilots and the air crew uh, weren't able to initially travel. It was just a giant mess. OK, a giant mess, which has caused many to say we shouldn't go back, we being the superstars of WWE. Now, there were rumors that there was potentially a hostage situation, etc. Those have not proven to be true. But here's the thing. You can't necessarily rule that stuff out when you're talking about a nation like Saudi Arabia that has not had a good history of uh, being kind to Americans, etc., etc. So, out of the mess comes the proverbial miracle because SmackDown Live ends up being one of the best episodes of SmackDown in the history of SmackDown. Uh, it's reported that there was almost a 200% increase in viewership week over week because it proved to be something that we've dreamed of, an NXT invasion of SmackDown. We talked about it here on the show before, the potential of NXT invading. Well, it actually happened and it happened this past Friday go back and watch it it may be the most perfect episode of smackdown that you've ever seen it resolves some things as brock lesnar says he's quitting smackdown to head over to monday night raw to to battle Rey mysterio which now means the wwe championship goes with him the universal championship is with bray wyatt who is signed to smackdown so that alleviates concerns in terms of who has a wwe championship who has a universal championship we don't know what all that's going to look like yet but we do know for fact brock is headed to raw which you'll probably see tonight 
But even bigger than that, you now start the story of Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT, which is going to happen on Survivor Series weekend. I'm excited about this. It was so amazing to see NXT talent on SmackDown and to see how many people recognized those guys as well. So shout out to Triple H for turning uh, lemons into a real lemonade. How does SmackDown respond with from this? Will they show up on Wednesday night on NXT? Will NXT show up tonight on Monday Night Raw? Lots of amazing questions. Lots of potential great matches, um, great times, and I'll tell you what, with an AEW influx, with all that's happening with uh, Impact Wrestling and New Japan and so many others, WWE needed a big moment like this, and they've capitalized on it very very well so i know you guys have some thoughts to the potential matches you'd like to see between raw smackdown and nxt at survivor series uh and it's got a lot of questions will everything be a triple threat situation where we have one-on-one matches who's going to keep score in terms of who actually wins this thing raw smackdown or nxt and how will that be determined will we see all three champions in the ring together bray wyatt um brock lesnar and adam cole speaking of adam cole how about adam cole versus daniel bryan pretty incredible stuff and now i'm sure the wwe is happy about the folks who refused to go over to saudi arabia guys like daniel bryan guys like the miz and several of the others who were present because uh sammy Zayn and more because without them there wouldn't have been any representation of SmackDown on SmackDown. So there's a lot of interesting things coming out of this. What does this do for WWE's relationship with Saudi Arabia? What do they do to ensure that their talent makes it back safe and sound? Because I also understand Vince McMahon was gone. So yeah, I want to hear all of your thoughts about what we've talked about today. You know how to do that. Maybe you don't. If you don't, here's how. All you have to do is reach out to us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at The Faction Show. Leave us some comments. Let's have some conversations about all that's happening. We've got some more great quick hits coming your way this week. Of course, we've got a great show on Wednesday lined up for you. And we have a special interview coming on Friday. I don't want to spill the beans on that yet. But what you need to do is stay connected to us here on The Faction. We're also going to be talking about Southern Honor Wrestling. I was at their show this past weekend, so we'll dive into that and a whole lot more until next time to man gb representing courtney and clack and this is the faction <laughs>